Coach, how are you today? We're doing great, Kenny. Thanks for having us on tonight. Always appreciate your time. Congratulations on a, a very good season to this point, Coach. You're thirteen and four overall, eight and two, tied for first uh, in the Federal League. What's been the key to your team's success to this point? I think we're, we're led by uh, just an outstanding senior class. Uh, starts with four-year uh, varsity player starter in Lady Rollison and three-year. Uh, varsity starter and uh, Jarrett Taylor. Those guys just do a a lot for us. We ask a lot, and they deliver a lot. From handling the ball to scoring, rebounding, defending the other team's best player. So you know we kind of go as, as those two young men go. Coach, uh, I saw the other night um, you, you lost to Hoban, and we had Dan Belford on earlier, and he told us you, you lost one of your key players, too, Antonio Martin. Do you have an update on him? Will he be able to return, or is he done for the season? Um, unfortunately, uh, Antonio is is done for the season with uh, ACL injury, as he did oh, in football man. about 15 months ago. So, you know, my heart just breaks for Antonio. Um, it's just a, kind of a fluke play against uh, Maslin came down, landed on a foot, body went one way, the knee went the other way. And uh, about a month ago, we lost uh, our starting two guard, Lucas Patong, broke his wrist uh, the day before the Glen Oak game. So, you know, we're down two starting guards right now. Um, but like I said, I feel for those guys, obviously, Lucas being a senior, you know, yeah. you, hate to, you just hate it when any kid gets hurt, but especially, you know, their senior years. So, you know, unfortunately – <clears throat> those two guys will not be able to return this year for So that means, and we always hear this, and you hate to say this, but it, it is true, somebody else has to step up. So so who, who are some of the guys now maybe that are going to get more minutes and get that opportunity to step in? Uh, you know, we have uh, a two-year starter in uh, Luke Jansen, our big guy inside. You know, um, you know we talked to him today. You know, we, we need some more scoring out of him. Uh, Anthony Fortunato. Uh, one of our best shooters, you know, we need more consistency. And then, you know, some, some other guys that maybe earlier in the year weren't playing quite as much as they wanted. Uh, we'll get that opportunity now. And a couple seniors in uh, Samino Manson and Tommy Sajak and A.J. Fortunato. And then uh, we have a sophomore that's been playing a lot of minutes and doing a lot of good things, and Sam Dubervitz. So, you know, those are the, the eight guys we're going to go in the game with tomorrow. And, you know, we just – like I told him, you know, we need contributions from everybody. You know, this has to be a, a team team effort tomorrow. It's just not on uh, Brady and Jarrett to do everything. And, uh, you know, if we get those contributions, we think it'll give us a great chance to win. I'm just curious, Coach, at all, did you use the Cavaliers as an example of losing Evan Mobley and Darius Garland? And what do you know, they've won 15 of 16? Yeah, that that is uh, pretty impressive. Um, yeah, you know, we've just kind of talked, you know, in general – Generalization. You know, the kids do follow the Cavs, and they know, and they've they've talked about that a little bit too. And um, you know, just like we talked about, you know, with McKinley tomorrow. You know, this isn't the NBA where you have to win four out of seven. You know, right. you have to beat them once. And you know, we put ourselves in a position, like we talked at the end of the year, put ourselves in a position to, to play for a league title. Um, you know, we have the last two games of the year at home. Um, you know, you can't ask for anything more than that so i'm probably you know coach weatherspoon and mckinley saying the same thing as we are you know we're the only two teams in the league that hold the destiny you know it's just up to us we don't have to count on help from anybody right 
So obviously we're looking forward to tomorrow and uh, hopefully we can play well and come out with that win. Coach, and we're talking with the head coach at Green, Mark Kinsley. We always know every year the Federal League is a meat grinder, right? To be 8-2 and two at this point in the season, impressive. Um, how good is it this year, and what would it mean if you guys were able to find a way to either win it outright or share the Federal League title this year? You know, just, you know, since we've come in the Fed, you know, we had great respect for the league um, coming into it. But then once you get in it, you realize how good from top to bottom. You know, just because a team might not be having that good a year record-wise, you know, when you play everybody, you know, you got to play well. You know, we went on the road last week to Lake and to Perry, you know, supposedly two of the – the bottom teams in the league, and those were two tough games for us. You know, we were fortunate to, to pull both of those out. So, you know, we have great respect for all the teams in our league. And, you know, this year it's no different. We were at Team Meal tonight. We were talking a little bit about the tournament draw coming up and um, just the depth from our league. That, you know, there's multiple teams that could win a district title. And, and not could, but I think have a great chance of doing that. So, you know, this is no different than any other year since we've been in the league. Coach, I'm looking at some of your games. You've played a lot of close games this year. Uh, you know, two of your four losses by three and five points. Uh, you were able to bounce back from a loss against Jackson to beat them the second time around. McKinley beat you uh, the first time by three points. This is your second time facing them. What do you take from the experiences of playing in close games this year and having already played McKinley that might be to your advantage tomorrow night? You know, and really over the course of the last, I don't know, five, six years, just kind of how we play and the style we play, you know, we end up being in a lot of close games. So our guys have, have really seen just about everything you're going to see in the game. And I think, you know, they're comfortable playing in those types of pressure pack games. And, um, you know, we just keep talking about, hey, we just give ourselves a chance. We just want the ball with a shot to win it at the end. You know, we, we do that daily in practice and drills that we do, that we keep score. So I think our kids are comfortable with doing that. You know, obviously playing down at the field house last time, um, McKinley got out to a big lead on us. You know, we had to fight back, and, you know, we just came up a little bit short. So that's something that we've really been working on since probably the beginning of January is the start to games. You know, if you go back early on, we were not starting the games out like we needed to you know we were digging ourselves a hole so we really put a big emphasis on that first quarter of trying to win that first quarter and uh, we've done a much better job with that and, you know obviously tomorrow is going to be another uh, big key for us what are the challenges from this mckinley team uh, having played them once and then watching whatever film you've watched recently well obviously it starts with uh sims i mean he is on a streak right now of <laughs> of scoring the basketball and it's in multiple ways. You know, it's catch and shoot threes. It's jump shots off the dribble. It's, you know, getting out in transition, dunking, you know, dunks off rebounds, off lobs, putbacks, gets to the line. You know, when you see him on film and you see that body, you're like, Oh, I think we can, you know, be physical. Oh, he is, he's been very impressive this year. And, you know, I think the point guard, Thompson, he's really stepped coming up from the JV. I've really liked his his composure, his demeanor out there. He does a great job of, of running their team. And, 
and then it gets into their depth. You know, they can bring in multiple guys off the bench, um, guys that can shoot it. You know, Geeter, number three, he can really shoot the ball. You know, you got Moody that played in a lot of big games for him. So, you know, you know, people kind of didn't expect a lot out of him coming in this year, but we knew that, you know, with the guys they had coming back and, you know, and add some of those young pieces, uh, they've really come together quickly and just been very impressed with what Coach Witherspoon and his staff have done with that team this year. Happy to have Mark Kinsley with us talking high school hoops. We'll have his team's game tomorrow night. They're hosting McKinley on WHBC. 7 o'clock tip-off with Dan Belford. Good. Denny Kincaid calling the action. So, Coach, from what you um, witnessed firsthand when you lost to McKinley, the way you've been playing, the way you'll have to play, minus some key players, what's it going to take tomorrow night for you to get a, a big home Federal League victory and, like you said, control your own destiny? Well, first off, you know, offense, we've got to take care of the basketball. You know, against the pressure we're going to see tomorrow, you know, we have to really limit live turnovers. That hurt us the other night against uh, Hoban. Right at the end of the third quarter, we had a couple live turnovers that turned into easy, fast-break layups. And, you know, those we have to really limit those right down to zero, hopefully. Um, but, you know, we got to take care of the basketball. And then on the defensive end, we did not guard very well the first time we played them. We did not guard penetration very well. You know, we've got to be much better in that area. You know, we've got to keep the ball, basketball out of the paint and then make sure we do a great job rebounding. So really just taking care of the ball offensively and then defensively you know, keeping the ball in front of us and rebounding it when they do miss. You mentioned the tournament draw earlier, Coach. When is is that this weekend coming up? Yeah, it's on Sunday. Sunday at two o'clock. All right. All right. Do you like that you do it before the the regular season completely ends? Are you good with that? Well, I can see why we did it. You know, when I first started coaching, you know, we didn't have huddle. We didn't, <laughs> you know, there right. wasn't any sharing a film. You know, I remember we'd drive halfway to Youngstown and meet a coach from Youngstown, and we'd exchange a VCR tape and then a DVD, and that's how you got film. Well, wow. now you know, so you needed to really start scouting tournament opponent. And I think now with the use, you know, of huddle, since we're all in huddle now, and and with the rankings are all computerized with the RPI, I don't see why we can't wait till the end of the season now. And, you know, because there's some big games. We're talking about that too tonight. You know, there's some big games coming up that I think would affect the seeding. You know, and two, it would affect who, who you would play. You know, like, for example, you know, Brexville and St. Ed's play on Tuesday. I'd like to, you know, know what the outcome of that game is before right. you, know, you make some decisions on some things. So I would hope forward now that we're going to use this RPI and wait till, um, wait till the end of the season, and especially because it's not like – football where you need to find all these neutral sites you already know where the, dis- the six sites for the district are going to be played you know the first two rounds of the sectionals are going to be played the higher team higher team side the higher yeah the higher seated team right so I, I really think no reason why we can't move that back to the end of the season and i i would i don't have any firsthand knowledge but i would think Northeast District Board or the OHSAA, I'm not sure which one would make that decision, would eventually go to that. 
Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, we'll see if uh, they wise up and, and get that done. Coach, how dumb are we for not inventing huddle years ago? We could be retired millionaires right now if we would have invented huddle back in the day. Yeah, it is uh, really nice. I mean, it's just the things you can do. And, and there's the, and I'm not the uh, tech guy on the staff either, but you know, just the things you can do. And I imagine there's a lot more we could do it, but just the simplicity of film and you know sharing film just right from your phone right it's just you know coming home on a game and you know you win a tournament game and your next opponent and by the time you get back to school you've already got three or four game films ready to go so yeah it's really made it nice and about it is and i give tim walker credit during covid when we weren't allowed to go scout he started for the federal league we started sharing our film in basketball like they do in football. So we okay. just all post our games. So we each have everybody's games, you know, that we don't have to go out and scout. I mean, we maybe do a little bit, but not as much as we used to. So that, you know, gives us some more nights at home with the family or be able to go watch the kids' activities that, you know, we don't have to do not like we used to. And so it's just right. really, I think, streamlined for coaches. I just, really appreciate that we have that now yeah you took me back when you said you had to drive halfway and meet uh with people from youngstown to to swap out films to when i started in this business and i was doing high school games and baldwin wallace games and we would do the game it was you know you'd see it on tape delay we'd have to take it back to the studio dub it 30 times and then hand deliver it to the various other cable outlets just to watch it and it's like my goodness if you and i had thought about that like i said we'd have our own island watching whatever game we wanted whenever we wanted coach oh yeah and i you know i i joke with the kids you know now and i said remember when the nba finals Lakers and the celtics playing it'd be on tape delay at 11 30 Yep. It wouldn't even be on live. And it was just crazy just where we've come now. But obviously with the advent of technology, man, it's really helped a lot of things. And, you know, and two, I think come from COVID with everything that's YouTube, a lot of high school games, and to be able just to watch those ball ball. Like last night, I was able to watch some of Mount Union and John Carroll play right from my living room. And, yeah, yeah. it just really just makes it nice. Yeah, it's outstanding uh, that uh, that's available to all of us. Hey, Coach, thanks for making the time for us. Continued success. Good luck tomorrow night. We'll have the game for everybody here on WHBC. You're welcome. Thanks again, Kenny.